Hello, everyone. Thanks for jumping into another episode of the Access Potential podcast. Hope you're doing really well. You're here with John Marsh. And today I got a really cool episode. I think anybody who's in small business or who's specifically in service based businesses or looking to grow a service based business, especially with an online component, uh, you're going to get a lot of value from this one. So, the guest today, his name is Rodrigo Perez. Uh, he goes by Rod, and Rod is the creator or founder of Holistic Pro Health and the Holistica Academy uh, and Surf Movement Method. He is a holistic performance coach, holistic mental performance coach. He does strength and movement coaching, injury rehabilitation with a specific emphasis on surfers he also works with gen pop or general population clients as well uh, and through this whole episode we cover his story um, so rod came over from brazil english is not his first language he's got a spanish and brazilian background we talk about landing in australia not being able to speak the language setting a vision and basically getting to work you throughout this episode you'll see his you'll feel his energy he's got a really good energy uh his his work ethic uh his ability or willingness to take action consistently over a long time and we also talk a little bit about health too it turned out that we had some similar uh teachers when i first got into the personal training space back in 2008-2009 one of my early teachers was uh, part of the Czech faculty and uh, so we, we took a little bit about that overlap as well which is really cool and something that I didn't expect and then we wrap up and Rod really breaks down uh, what you know he thinks are some some tips and it's a lot of value in this but basically some tips for anyone looking to kind of get into small business especially with an online component as well. Uh, so I hope you enjoy it. Uh, very cool guy, very good energy. I finished up the episode and it just felt really good, felt you know really energized. So I hope you enjoyed as much as I did. Let's jump in. This is John Marsh and you're listening to the Access Potential Podcast. Move it to here, have like 20 years now, like, Mom's a Spanish and dad's a Brazilian, you know. So um born in Brazil, grew up over there, did all my background over there, then university over there, exercise science and plus a lot of sports and moved to here to Australia looking for a big dream in life. So I had two goals on the hand on the time, oyster here just for two years. Um, try to learn English. Now it's always difficult to learn a second language or third language because I speak Spanish as well. And or stay for good and work what I love. You know, help people working. And yeah, and things was yeah and happening. I'm here for 20 years now. Wow, wow. Maybe maybe yeah. actually that's a good place for us to kind of kick off. I'm interested. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I'm I'm interested. Um, take us back a little bit through um when i was very young my parents moved to new zealand from the mm. states but it was the same language um take us back to when you decided to kind of like to sort of follow the dream and yep. across here like what was that like what led you to like that's a pretty big change huh what what sort of yep. inspired it well i think the big inspiration was mom as a mom as is a spanish and then she's moved to Brazil and I think at the beginning of the end of Second War. Now she's moved to Brazil and by um, big boats, you know, at the time didn't have much flight. So she's kind of like escaped from Spain before the war blow everything there. So she moved to that and then since she was young, she speaks Spanish for me, talk to me how is Spain, educate me as a Spanish person now even living in brazil and i have all my education there and so since as a kid i had the dream to move out brazil one day and and traveling around the world and see different cultures 
um, read a lot of magazines. I had a lot of, I remember when I was 14 years old, I had like a, a lot of surf magazines and see all the islands all around the world, French Polynesia, Indonesia, um, um, Australia, you know, because Australia is just a big island. Yeah. So we were only 24 million of people here, and but it's a massive land. At the time, I remember I see all these waves and see all the like English courses over there. And in the times and passes, it was a dream in travel around. So I started traveling around Brazil and around South America. You know? So big trip first. Um, me and my friends in the time of was university, we took three months. We drove like a little hold, holding Badina from Sao Paulo, Brazil, way up to Chile and up to Peru. So we spent like three months and sleeping everywhere, like try to improve more my Spanish because only Brazil, in Brazil, like only Brazil speak Portuguese mm. and rest like the South America speak Spanish. Mm. Uh, so it's the challenge. My friends was hard for them, but for me, I could get it because listen to mom all the time. So in the middle university, I had an opportunity to move to California, but I didn't want to go first because cold weather. Um, a lot of Brazilians living there as well. And then I want to speak English. I know if you mix with too many, I couldn't speak. I couldn't learn as much. So I had my friend, the guy who was traveling for me all the time, a good friend. He's moved to Australia. He come first to do his English course. And then he's really motivated me because we, we chat about dreams and waves and lifestyle, you know. And then so I had the two opportunities in Brazil where I was going moving south Brazil in an island as well, or move outside of Brazil. And then I said, you know what? I'm gonna get out here so brazil is gonna be here if you gonna move back uh mm. can move down move north but opportunity to get out of country is just one in life so i should take and i took so i took and then moved to here and then got over here was pretty hard because i never done like much english school back home mm. and how i could talk you know how mm. i could ask about food how and it's pretty interesting because the time and then I coming from a really uh, poor family now, it's not like we had a, like a middle class down. And when I moved to here, I didn't have much money. And I decided how I could do English over here. You know? So I had a little book and the flights I was studying. And I had a little book I was using to buy food or say, excuse me, where I'm going, which directions I should do it. So I was read a book and ask. So I didn't have the big accent or Aussie accent. No, that's even harder because after years living in Australia, I lived in London and I went to California. I saw how the most culture on this kind of places and have those different accent and people who can talk to each other was very different in Australia now. If you don't have it that time, if you didn't have the Aussie accent, no one could understand me. Yeah. Nah. And, and it wasn't unsept as well. Now, yeah. even here up Queensland, you now it's a very Aussie area. So, what ended up, a um, couple of friends was here. They gave me books. I clean up the books and start studying at home. So, I have my focus since that time. I say I need to learn English quick as I can um, to work, saving money. To pay my first English course, so I then that way. So every morning I get up, go and do the surf, come back, studying by myself in a desk in a unit for four hours, playing the books, writing, copying letters, um, watching cartoons, movies, and learning which word writing, and learning from that. To the after maybe a month doing that, and I took. The challenge to find my first job you now it's like anyone to move to here we have to work in a hospitality before we start to build the the dreaming life or the dream job what you love to do it you know? yeah so I work a lot in hospitality pick up english from there save it some money and could pay my first english course so then for six months first course save it more money and uh my second course for nine months 
and from there but i was like surfing um studying gym so one thing can never stop it so try all different trends all the time because when okay. i was in university and learning that yeah. and um, we could see what's different for each movement you're doing yeah now, it wasn't like simple just lift weights okay i'm on a bulking but how my body can get it as a younger you doing a lot of silly things um take too much supplements what you should do and just in the supplement shopping is all about the sales no they don't come in okay that's a good one no mm. that's good oh that's better no you lose the fat with this one but sometimes you just fucked up the system yeah you know? take too many supplements so that was the beginning to move into australia and be here for my first few years you know so when i got it on the track um i was beyond the side what to do and you know and then i had a friend in london and say look we can get a job here for you if you want to be swim coach here or work in hospitality probably be better for you how about you come over have a thinking like decide what we're going to do and say okay so i finished was that, a, was that a was that a contact from brazil that you knew in london or it was somebody who you met in australia oh uh, it was uh, actually a brazilian living in australia met him in australia yeah and then he was moving to there okay but when i got over there before I get there i decided to take three months off so i spent three months in bali yeah you know, surfing living because over in australia was too focused just studying work studying work you didn't have much party i didn't have my just a little piece and piece and how, uh, how, old, how old were you at this point when did you how old were you when you landed in australia and then how old were you when you kind of did this section too uh, so i'm 43 now i probably was like around like 23 23, okay. 20, when I landed in here. So 22, 20, between 22, 24, yeah. let's say. And that after three years, so around like 26, 27, that's when I moved to London. So I stopped Indonesia, went to London. And when I got to London, was hospitality straight away now because that was the first easy job to get. And after past the process of selections to get the swim coach job, um took a couple of months and then yeah i got the job so during the day i was some coaching and night time i was working hospitality the good thing was when i left brazil always ahead of mine uh, because i found what i wanted at the time so i found i really want to work with people help people work with training and healthy nutrition mindset and all this kind of thing so i never stopped to do it yeah. um back to brazil when i was in university i was work with triathletes i was working with a lot of swimming um ironman uh, brazilian jiu-jitsu guys at that time as well and bodybuilding and all that stuff how we can get in the gyms you know so I never went to stop. So that's I got a job in London, stay in London for a year. And it was very good to be there. Like it's not a place I want to live mm -hmm. now. And that was a good experience for me to go over there, learning. Maybe I got a, a bit slap in the face from life to be there. You know, coming from the island straight away for concrete jungle and learning all things about big city because I was coming from a big city in Sao Paulo as well, you know, how we take us out the streets, how we're doing the job, how we have to be smart all the time. So, you know, we're living in, in Sydney, Melbourne, you know, how busy it is and how busy it can be. Um, but got on a point in, in London is interest to work all different kind of humor over there because I was coaching triathletes, but coach normal adults and kids uh, as a London culture and how health problem people had there, mm. how a lot of lungs problem they have there. Probably that's what like the virus today is being affecting a lot them now with the cows, so many people, so many losses over there. You know, because everything there is inside. They don't have nothing outside. It's too okay. cold. 
you saw that yeah. you saw that even back then you saw you started taking a toll the lifestyle taking a toll on yeah people. yeah I, I saw that because for me um it's funny since a kid i'm very analytic what yeah. i do so i'm very analytic when i work with someone or the job i'm doing what i where i am and i'm pretty much okay why this place working that way now i see how is the lifestyle to people what people doing um which music in the play what's yeah. the energy seal on do you have so much sunny here mm. this type of food they have here because it's this why you yeah. know so the, these things that's what start to build up more and more my holistic brain yeah you know so i just get on the time and say oh, i had enough like i hurt my knee uh close to the winter there and if you had surgery, I suppose you had surgery over there. I turned to myself and said, you know what? I'm not going to stay here. I'm not going to do surgery here. I'm going to Brazil. Saved some money. Moved back to Brazil. Done my surgery there. Um, and spent like four months. It was good. It's been long. Like had a long time. Didn't spend time with family. Mm-hmm. Traveling a little bit around Brazil. And then done my rehabilitation. And always in mind, I had... Australia is my my home. Yeah. So I had that feeling, I had the vision and got it back to here. Yeah. Yeah. So got it back here and then yes, John. Yeah. So so when you came back, you if I've heard it correctly, like you had already sampled Australia a little bit. You kind of felt the culture, the people. Uh you learned the language enough, like a little bit, so you could you could work saw a little bit of London, got some more ideas sort of forming for the Holistica brand and what you wanted to do. When you came back the second time, so you were like mid twenties this point? Yeah. Yeah. About probably like 27, 28. Yeah. Probably around yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's about the time I opened the gym too, a little bit right around there. So you, you came back and what happened the second time was it like hit the ground running okay i'm going into business um did you do more like courses what did that early stage of um or what did that look like coming back the second time through to australia well when i came back second time was more determined so way more focused than before because i really know where i want to be yeah so i need to make that works Second, I know I knew what I want to work. Now, what I want to do. So, first thing is to live in Australia. I need to get my visa now. So, I need to get my PR here. So, I had to work there on to get my permanent residence here and then get my Australian passport. But the good time when I was working on that, I quit to do all different kind of courses. Now, and on the holistic why and health nutrition training all these different kind of things because back to brazil at the university in the same time i had like 10 years of capoeira wow. um i'd done like four years five years of hatha yoga back to, yeah. i was mixing a lot of hatha yoga and brazilian capoeira i had like three years of brazilian jiu-jitsu already so and then i've done a lot of swimming so swimming for me was a big one because when i was a kid I had lungs problem, so I had bronchitis all the time. So I had a lungs infection at the time, and the only thing curing me was the swimming. Mm. So it was a sport activity and the swimming. So that's why I ended up my brain got a lot into swimming, a lot of strength training behind swimming, and then so many courses behind swim and strength training. And how I could translate it for other sports for different ways. So, yeah, so I had opportunity to start to do different courses when I got back here. So I got to be here in 2005, six, you know, and then that time um, I started to do some check course. So Paul yeah. Czech. Yeah. So I'm a Czech practitioner. So Czech Paul probably was the first one when I read and I say, wow, that's what I have in mind. That's what I should learn even to get all my baggage together. Mm-hmm. Now, so that's, I start to do, I've done a lot of that. Um, I work with a really good Czech practitioners back in Sydney, back here in Gold Coast too. And then start who, to... Who, who was it in Sydney? Uh, Sydney, I'm at Donald Carr. Yeah. Um, 
I did so, the HOC one with Donald. Oh, did you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I did my HOC uh, one with him, but I had another doctor from New Zealand as well. Yeah. Uh, and did you work in Sydney at all? No, I didn't. Then actually, when it was 2009, 2010, I had a two decisions in part because I was casual doing my clients, mm -hmm. but at the same time, I had to going on with hospitality mm. because Gold Coast is too small place, you know, and living Kulangara even smaller. So it's kind of like a ghost town. Mm. So it was pretty hard to be full time as a coach to get enough money. So yeah. I was to push in a hospitality because I could be very flexible to do what I was doing. So I got on the stage, I got tired and I said, you know what? I need to move on. Okay. So I went to have friends in Sydney. I went to Sydney and say, I check everything around Sydney. I say, I'm going to move to Sydney. I need to work full time as a coach because I love the tropical island or tropical weather here in Gold Coast. I love the waves, the place I love to be, but the top oldest love I love my career. I want to really follow my career. I really want to be a performance coach, uh, a holistic coach. And uh, as a marketing, it was pretty small at the time. And, and to be and to be a Brazilian, mm -hmm. uh, even harder, no? because in Queensland, as we have a, it's pretty tight, mm -hmm. let's say. Okay, I'm going to put specific words, but it's pretty tight how people close the doors for you if you're yeah. not a friend of someone or if you're not even Australia. You know, so lost a lot of opportunities, you know, just because my resume wasn't good. My resume was really good. My resume always really good, even the manager or the owner of the gym. Okay, they but they never accept a person from outside be better than them or yeah. better the job. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's kind of like a discrimination. So yeah. we had a, I had a lot of that in front of me yeah. so I, and then a lot of people close the door because it's for me i could get it a lot of farther than what where i am today i couldn't just because these blocks yeah so um that's what i had in mind okay i'm gonna move to sydney Let, let's prepare i had a good friend at the time and say you move with me yeah i do so but was was like my i say how about we waiting to the winter pass when it be beginning the end of September, we start to drift down, get someone there, get to prepare, such work hard of all this kind of thing, and move to growth. You know, she said, Yeah, let's do it. And then it's funny, as soon as I done the trip, I got back here. Um, they opened like a new gym up north of Robina, a big one, and then they contract me, they call me, Rod, do you wanna do you want the trainers here? I say, okay, that's the beginning. And I started my little holistic pro health down Kulangad as well. It was only like a was I was renting space for someone. They had a gym. Actually, is the place where I am today. Cool. So yeah, that yeah. Was the, yeah. Yeah. Tell tell us about that because I think a lot of people, you know, a lot of people listen. Maybe they're getting into different things, different therapies, uh, strength trainers, coaches. That early stage, so you were contracting to another gym. Um, and then you also were like, okay, this is the, the, the beginning of Holistica, right? Like, what did that look like for you? How did you, how did you juggle them? And how did that feel to be kind of setting up or renting out your own space? Like, what did that look like exactly? Um, I had everything in mind, you know, yeah. and I had a vision, you know, so I had a vision of what I am now. I see my big logo outside and get the name as a uh, holistic pro health performance was kind of like uh, everyone's talking knew. about already had that already knew yeah. i already knew so yeah. i had everything in my mind so it's just about to make it work and it was funny like that time um i sit with a guy can you make a logo for me he made a logo the health boy i said pool that's pretty cool so how about this name around so he made it when he made the logo i took the photo and I put it beside of my bed. No, so I put it in the wall of my bed. For me, it was every morning when I stand up, 
I was doing my breathing exercise, looked to the logo, imagining when I was going to sleep, it was the same, I was looking. So I had that logo imagination on my mind all the time. And I'm just stick positive and, and make that work, mm. you know? So um, I try to move on from there and make that works. You know? So for me, it was probably when I jumped like a normal gym, I was the only one doing functional movement. Okay? And my job of people is uh, losing weight, 12 weeks challenge, bodybuilding, big guns, big shoulder. That's yeah. the way the culture wore on the time. And then like, it's true majority of things so people start to get more in functional movement these yeah. days now you you see the difference over there and yeah with well, the challenge was just rent a space and then plus the goal was bringing people into hmm. the training and meet different people and talk what i was doing and what the benefit they could get it you know and different way or just lift wide because um even like a lot of surfers on the top they don't like doing too much weight like today they like a little way more but on the time oh i get tight i cannot move i get too big get lazy so from there it was just part one of search i was doing to beat up the way we i developed the methodology we yeah. have here inside and to prove we could be better and even help guys or girls everyone's with back problems knee problems neck problems as well about the training you have and you have to be careful, don't damage your body way more than how it is. Yeah, I'm going to ask kind of a, a sort of a nerdy sort of specific question. But like at this point, you had the background, the capoeira, you had some Czech training or, uh, as well. You had uh, BJJ, the, the swim coaching certifications, all of these things. I'm interested when you opened Holistica and you started to get people in, I have two questions. One, um, was it already surfers at this time? And two, what did you teach them? What was your method? Did you blend things or were you, a, would you have called yourself a Czech practitioner? What, what were you doing with them? And who was it? Was it already surfers? Was it already narrow or was it a little bit broader at that time when you opened? Um, was a big mix on the top. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I had a lot of surfers, but I have a lot of people with injuries as well. So I could say I was Czech practitioners. Okay. To help with that. Yeah. Okay. But using the tools, what I learned to check and plus I done like diploma and remedial massage and sports massage as well. So I have all the wow. treatment, um, courses done as well manipulation dry needling all these kind of things as well no so for me that's what put it together with my program depends what the person needed so on the time it was yeah. uh not helping them to get in bed on the surf but for other ones getting out of the injury yeah yeah so yeah i was pushed as a check practitioner that's the first one and and second as i know as a business um, the hard thing, and it's too hard. We cannot live in just training athletes. No. So as I say to everyone, like when you get into business and stand, sometimes we have to be open for the world, no, and accept things. Like definitely on the time, even today, people call me, ah, oh, do you do 12 weeks challenge? I say no. I specifically say I know a lot about nutrition. I coach a lot of people with nutrition as well but i don't do it so i knew little things i don't want to work anymore because for me it was very boring yeah okay so it's uh even it's a simple formula equation and that's it it's easy and i know all this kind of training and 12 weeks challenge is not sustainable i knew the time ready i know it's like if you want to change yourself or change it as a diet it's a minimum nine months to 18 months and um, stick with it. what you wanted to do or what food you want to put in your mouth now. So, yeah, I remember there was a time and I'm going to screw up the dates here, but I remember, I think it was Mick Fanning and he tore the hamstring off of um, maybe at the proximal end or something happened. It was a hamstring injury 
And yep. he, he got uh, some work with a Czech practitioner, I think, on the Gold Coast. Is it Jan somebody? Jan Carton. Yeah, I was yeah. with her. Right. And I remember that time because I remember seeing that it was like the first thing that I saw in the news kind of higher level where it was uh, specifically this kind of training, right? It was like, it was like the first I saw anyway of like, okay, people are seeking out, you know, whether it's more movement base or check or, you know, that kind of style. Was that all sort of a similar time? Yes, actually, it was a similar time. Um, actually, I heard about Czech when I was in London because it's, when I was teaching in London, um, Czech a little bit, it's a big in London as well. Mm. And I've met some trainers over there and they show me the program in London. But as a price-wise, London costs way more than doing here. And I was a pound over there. He's Australian mm. dollar, you know? And when I got here, like I saw a friend and he straight away, Lucas, so check, I'm thinking I'm going to do it. I say, well, bingo, I want to do it. That was just a little bit beginning before Mick got his injury. And then when he got injury, he was referred to Jane Carton to work on it. And I was lucky enough to be there on the time. Cool. So I was training over there. I always start to study with Jen Carter as well. Did a little bit of work for her, learning a lot of stuff with her and, and then moving towards like how I started. You know, even Jen, she, um, after she's helped me, she was working with a lot of other surfers, but at the same time she was open mind to, she was working with swimmers, triathletes, um, golf but she had a lot of common people come as well a lot of common people with a back problem neck problem and it's the same space always and never could close the door for anyone so yeah. today at the gym and people ask me what kind of people you have i have a say i have a two types of athletes okay and i have the professional athlete so they need to be stronger feeder no injuries competing very well good mindset and i have the domestic athletes and domestic athletes is just us no. Yeah. Oh, why? I said, well, we need to get up and be ready for the war every day. You know, we need to get out there. We work eight hours a day. Um, some people work 12 hours, 16 hours a day. You need to keep your health fit up and prevent the injuries because otherwise that's how you get your lower back pain, disc problems, knee problems, hip problems. And emotions can come down. We need to work more and set spots to improve your energy to keep it going. Plus, home, stress at home, stress with family. Now, deals don't go coming through and all these kind of things just increase a lot of injuries, inflammation around the body, you know? Yeah. So yeah. that's on the points. And I think it, what the benefits I give a lot of athletes, uh, professional athletes, I can give it to my domestic athletes as well. Yeah. You know? It's just two different type of work. The athletes need to invest in that to get better. And we need to invest in ourselves to improve on the long time and the longevity. Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned longevity. I've seen that come through a little bit of your copy lately. And it seems to be a message, um, having spoken to you now, that you were thinking about the whole time, maybe. But could you talk to us a little bit about your focus on longevity um, what that means to you, whether you, you know, was that a bit of a zag as something you see different in the industry? What does that mean? And, and where does, maybe just talk a little bit about the longevity and, and what that means to you. Well, longevity is just for me, it's, it's a big word. Now it's yeah. mean a lot for me. And to me, it's a long term, long life, love, inspiration, Know, mindset and things what we be capable to do for a whole life. Not something we're just doing right now. You know, and as a longevity for everyone, it's like uh, people sometimes call me a master or how I can improve myself. And I say, look, guys, as learning in longevity, it's part as a decade. So for me, like my extra 10 years I put in my age, I see improvement and longevity over there, how mm. I can grow, can get better. Mm. So how on my 40s, I look better than my 30s. 
and how I want to see myself when I be my 50 will be better than my 40s. Mm. And that part has been coming of nutrition, uh, movement, flow, keeping myself up, keeping my BJJ up, energy for family, smile, face, energy. Now, and things like that, We sometimes we talk about healthy, but big words is longevity. Now and then, because sometimes you probably have friends or you see some people outside and then like they fall, they turn 35, 40s and they start to put a belly there. They're pretty strong, I lift weight, but still put the belly out there and then they say, well, I had enough. I had a big house. I had a lot of money on the bank. I have wife, kids. Let's see what I need more. I, I deserve to have a belly. So it's kind of like, and people... Instead of looking after themselves to improve as a long term, they start to downhill what are they doing yeah. now? And then and that's the tragic time to improvements and then how things could be improved in a long term and not decline. Yeah. So that's why I start to be picking and pushing and putting the word there about longevity. So it's a big history in that then and then it's always a time to start something you know how we talk about breathing meditation how important is that you know and a lot of people avoid to do meditation i cannot do it i cannot sit still for two minutes five minutes say you can do it you you don't gonna die for that you know how can take it 10 20 minutes of your day to move your body a little bit in the morning. Oh, I'm too busy i have uh, days i cannot even serve so a lot of people get in the age just stop surfing, stop to do, and then just go to the gym just to keep the muscles and think they're healthy. And sometimes just lift weights, whatever they're doing, then they probably smash the body way more. You know? Yeah. Is there anything that you, uh, while we're talking kind of about this general health and longevity, is there anything that you see specifically, you know, the last, say, two, three years, like, you know, there's a lot of business owners maybe listening to this, people like myself, right? Like people who were at the computer a lot and you're doing these different kinds of work. Is there anything specifically that you see that um, you seem to be, you know, talking a lot about with people or helping people a lot with stress or nutrition? Or is there any one kind of area that's standing out to you a lot right now or at this time in your life? For myself or for my clients or general? Probably, well, either or, whatever comes to mind, either one. Okay, so let's, you know, like general, the big thing, even we see the virus happening now is I think a big problem is immune system, yeah. um, gut, life, okay? And how you treat yourself, all right? And then sometimes when people like, okay, I need to live life. I can have my chocolate, my sandwich every day. Um, or if you eat the semi uh, steak, uh, uh, beef pie every day, you know, it's kind of like, uh, look, that don't gonna help enough in your immune system. And it's a big problem for everyone. Immune system can go down, not even like uh, as a nutrition, but as a mindset, you know, so mm -hmm. your emotionals can put your immune system pretty down the bottom. Okay, people don't understand that. And I think that's the big thing. No. As a as a as a immunity, people need to look after way more. And the immunity can it's combination of a guts and mind. Yeah. You know? Um it's kind of like I tell everyone, look, the best big problem to die for everyone with um, mindset, strength, general work, um, whatever you're doing, big one is a gut. So your gut is your life is your flora and then you probably you know you you study hlc one and then like as a check they talk about that what you put in a month on a hlc mm. as a as a hlc is in part of how is your mind going mm. and but how you learn to what get in you know and that's what you get in that's will deliver who you are mm. you know? and a lot of people doesn't know that and a lot of people don't believe and now a lot of people are stressed out because the virus, they want to know, they want to things straight away to be done. Yeah, yeah. 
that makes total sense. You have uh, two kids now or one? Um, I have one old daughter. Yeah, you know, she's I had her when I was in Brazil when I was younger, 18, 19. So she's moved to here. She's living cool here with me. Yeah, she's been here nearly nearly six years already. Yeah. So she's she's pretty cool. She's doing her own life. And I have a little one now. She's gonna be 32 years old in March. Oh, cool. So I'm just interested, like with maybe more so with the little one, like when you talk about um bringing a, a kid you know introducing to this world and the food and the movement is there anything that you're you know because obviously family is like really close and, and really important is there anything that you think about um at home or to make sure like for you that the the stress and all of this stuff is kind of uh part of your life or is it just coming naturally as part of the way that you live well, right now it's just coming natural yeah. because I re-educate myself for many years. Um, I try to bring that for my little one. So we have a natural is the food, what it eats, the way we educated her. And then definitely I see massive difference for her, for the old daughter and how she grew, how she, she's so pre-active kid. She has so much energy is uh, 82 years old she's acting like a three years old kid mm. now so we see how she growing and how she's so smart and stand for that age um we bring all that part of to her and it i think is it it's a very important to everyone because uh, i read a couple of researches like even like in brazil they have a uh, they talk about this generation we are now in the new generation they in the long-term life they're probably gonna start to dying earlier than the old generation yeah why because it's all the bad food it's yeah. all the bad education with food and that yeah. now not only in that in brazil but even in uk and the us as well yeah now, seeing because, seeing earlier earlier um signs that you normally would see in much older people a lot younger starting to happen younger huh yeah yeah well like a lot of like sickness these days yeah they should start with young one they start to get it early yeah. now so how we let's talk about before um when i spoke before about the age in each 10 years we should change getting better for normal people it's just getting worse like um, depends how you treat yourself when you're 30 that's how you're gonna be if you should treat yourself when you're 30 how you treat yourself when you're 18 that's everything starts to collapse because first hormones change mm. okay mastodon start to change okay metabolism set people with metabolism can slowing down the metabolism now or sometimes they still smashing themselves the way they smash when they're younger but it's all different ratios, yeah. who they are, where they're going to be. So like we used to be see some people get a diabetes with 60, 65 years old. We see some people get a diabetes with 40, 45, 50 yeah. today. High cholesterol is to be over 56. We see people with 30, 35 with problems with diabetes. We, we talk about um, thyroid as well. We see some... Mm people get a thyroid problems with 40 we see some girls with 20 have thyroid problems you know so um all these kind of things you now yeah. we, we see the difference happening for each individual you know and like um um let's forget the name you know have one part as well like it, people used to get a lot of problems before and it's like a some really like the studies show some people should get sickness after 50 or 60s because the way they're eating, but they start to get it early, early. And yeah. Early. Yeah. And that, that's where we change. And we talk about cancer as well. People never had a cancer before. Well, let, let's talk about what 30 years, 30 years ago. And I like, don't talk about cancer and cancer is very common today. And like we talk about the coronavirus, but they never talk about how people can, how many people been dying per year by car accidents 
or some heart attack, stroke. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's probably the three and cancer. That's the four big one killed in the world. You know? yeah. So they killed a lot of people every year. And then cancer is, is the same. And it's like, I think I had a client today and we talked this morning and then people just realized to change their mind or body when a, some shit happened. You know? It's kind of like, wow, you're diagnosed with cancer, this, this, this. Wow, what I have to do? Let me see a naturopath. Let me see this. I need to change my diet. Can I change my diet today? No, no. Like I know I'm one person, 65, smoke, smoke, smoke. Family says stop to most. She didn't want and she had a stroke. Now she wanted to do everything to change. Mm. Now, and sometimes that change can be too late. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's uh, you really have to pay attention, huh? Like all mm. the way along, it because it because for that person, 60, 65, like it creeps up on them inside of their life. It was nothing, nothing, nothing. Then all of a sudden, there's an issue, right? But it's mm. a lot of attention all the way along. Like even for me, I've there's been times too much training, too much, you know, going too hard, and then all of a sudden you go, whoa, and you have to back up and try to figure out what's going on and, and pay more attention, you know? Yeah, it's kind of like uh, people don't understand when you're sleeping, losing weight, okay? If you're sleeping more, you're going to lose more weight. Mm. If you're sleeping well, you're going to burn your fat. And people don't understand that. So why? So because you need it, you at least seven, uh, seven to nine hours of sleeping every day. Yeah, and that's the time the like oh like testosterone, growth hormone, they all come along to repair all the muscles, make the muscles work during the night. That's how you grow. That's start to burn all the fat accumulated. So if you live in, in your body and stress whole day and just push too much the cortisol levels up, you'll be stressed all the time. Your organs doesn't gonna work properly. Your muscles so stressed that you start to get a lot of inflammation in the body. No, and then. You can get fatigue all the time. So I would love to talk a little bit about um, on the business side. Yep. I've had a look through your website. Um, you have the academy, there's group movement, there's the elite uh, coaching. Then there's all the programs as well, the foundation, the pop-up development and flow. A lot yeah. of really cool offerings and I've seen you create a lot of the content as well on the different platforms. And I'd love to just generally talk about uh, maybe that, that content and marketing side, specifically for someone who English wasn't your first language. Um, you, you're pretty prolific, right? You put a lot of education, you do a lot of different things for people and you, you put it out all the time which I think is really cool. Could you talk a little bit about how you uh, moved into that space, how you started to learn this, how you kind of think about your marketing and connecting with the people that you want to serve into these other programs? Well, as a marketing, was, I think it just got in a point uh, we try all different people now and who is going to connect with you or some people get it to your ideas. Yeah. I think what's helped me a lot when I was in Brazil before I moved out during the university, um, I was coaching a lot of people, but I had a beside job. I was working with marketing. So I was working with an agents, with modeling, and I was looking after some modeling and promotions and contact direct with like big products. And uh, I think from there, like I learned a lot and then I have a, a lot of creativity inside of my brain and then mm. always a lot to put out there, you know, and it's always hard to find a person could hear, could listen and put it out there and say, wow, that's spot on. That's, I love it. So the last three years and a half, I work with the same guy. So we connect very well. And that's, and he's pretty much telling me thank you every day because he's got excited every time we have a meeting because I push him very well. And as an excited marketing you know, is excited business to put all the promotion together he, he's always put it thumb up because push and he's learning from me as well so it's been really really good so i love all the part of the vision what i do have so i try to express to him and try to put it together so 
it's all the programmers we try to put into. And then we talk about language. It, it's funny because it's hard. My Portuguese today getting worse than my English. <laughs> and, uh, so I can't read the Portuguese. I can't speak Portuguese, but it's not the best. Just putting the point. So I don't write in Portuguese as much anymore. So my focus is always writing, writing English all the time to improve, improve, because I have set goals from there. Or even maybe one day have my own book, write down my own book. So probably the goal is happening between my 50s and 60s now. And yeah, so that that what happened. But I know today I'm missing a little bit and then I have to put it more out couple of programs for Portuguese people because I receive a lot of requests and I have some oh. Spanish people is asking as well. So it will come along. Will come along. It's just and, time by time. Yeah, yeah. I love that. And so just I guess um to go really specific, you know, you're doing like a, a morning is it like it's a meditation at right at the moment, six weeks every oh, day. Oh right now, yeah. 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 So you're doing that. I've seen you do this before, right? I've seen you do like a morning practice. It had some movement in it maybe last year and you were filming yeah. inside the studio. Um, yeah. So we, we try to help everyone in lockdown. You know? Okay. Yeah. So we had lockdown last year and then all around the world got locked down. You know? And then I know a lot of friends and clients got to freak out what I'm doing, what it is, what's going on, what can I do? How can keep me out of these problems? And I say, okay, let me put out there for everyone's for free. Everyone's just can enjoy and be happy. You know? And then it was a big pleasure to put out there. You know? and, then, and the same time as was the same way I was building up my online academy. You know? So we had a like, big opportunity to boost straight away the Holistic Academy. And then we launched the Holistic Academy it was in July. So we should launch way before because I had a plan to launch one day that's been on the plan at least on the bucket list for a long time. Just because I got so busy uh, 2018, traveling, teaching workshops all around the world and certification and a couple of talkings in California, in Japan, in Europe. So I could sit down and film it and launch the online academy and this year I had opportunity and it's going good and then I think it, like everyone's happy what I've done and then I'm happy always uh, I receive a couple of like messages um like say thanks and then yeah I love that and, and motivate me to do more you know so with I think this year we're gonna have another year of lockdown I, I don't reckon we're gonna have much traveling too for another probably to July or maybe into December now because virus is gonna still pop out there and then like soon as we pass summer we come winter season in Melbourne could happen again now as Europe has been happening right now because and UK because the winter time and the winter over there is very heavy and America is pretty much the same so Brazil is going pretty bad so what we can do for everyone and uh, help each other, you know. So, side as a beginning of the year, um, put it to six weeks every day for everyone. So, every day I'm gonna get up early and teaching a little bit. I was just sort of interested how, like, I love what you're doing. I think there's so much good that you're bringing to people on the content, and you can really pick up the 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 good intent and the good energy that you're putting into the work. I mean, that's how I first kind of came across your work was through the content. And, um, you know, for one, for, for, I just see you, I see the, the interviews, you get other experts, surfers, other professionals onto the interviews and, and the, um, you know, asking them different questions. Um, but from just, from yourself, like you're doing a lot of, there's a lot going out. And I think it's really cool and a, a great example for people to see that, you know, the language doesn't need to feel perfect. You don't necessarily need things to be any certain way. You can produce a lot of good for people, a lot of content. You can start, to, even if it doesn't work at the beginning, because you can learn, you can be creative and, and sort of keep going. So 
I wanted to acknowledge the work you're doing there. I can see that yeah. a lot, a lot goes into it. And I think there's a lot of value for people to see how you're doing it as well. You know? Yeah, thank you. Well, if you don't practice, you never know if you're going to work. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So a lot of people see, a lot of people say, I want to, I want to be like you. They say, you see, but you don't know what's behind. Okay. How much work, how many hours we put it behind there. Yeah. yeah. Even another day, I think it was talk to the filmmaker. He's been going well. So I have a filmmaker help me. And I just, he want to build up his business and then I coach. So I have a couple of people coaching on business side as well. Yeah. So the mentorship on the part. And I told him, do you know how much hard work and three hours you have to put it behind? He looked to me and then put his head down and say, how many hours you've been putting for free? How much you've been getting paid? No? So think about it. if you want to grow your business, you need to put way more, oh, way yeah. more free hours behind to see something grow. Okay. Yeah. And then that's the way it is because a lot of people has the ego and people doesn't want to put a few hours, free hours over there and people don't see results and people are stuck where they are. Yeah. And then it's kind of like a book I read a long time ago. It's called The Willpower Doesn't Work. Okay. So it's kind of like you can mentally have your dream. You can see the vision in you, but if you don't work harder, every day to have this thing happening, never going to happen. You know, it's not like you dream, you wake up in the morning and that happen. You know, it's like play, play in a lot of, you know, it doesn't happen like that. You know, it's just, you need to work in this book. Tell if you don't get up early every day and then put a lot of hours on top of what you're doing, never going to happen. You know, yeah. if you don't break down your sleeping or you stress a little bit, that's going to happen. So stress is part of anything to build any kind of business, any kind of person. You, know, you just need to learn to dealing with the stress. It's part of sometimes you have to put the 12 hours in one day. Yes, you have yeah. to. If you don't put it there, the business isn't going to happen. You're not going to build, you're not going to grow. You know? It doesn't matter. You don't gonna, if you sit down at home, just read a book, that's going to happen. You know? As a piece of paper, doesn't make any practice. No, and that, that's what happened. And people just don't realize that. And then more and more young people coming across and then see all these experts on Instagram. And since as you like you see you, see Rod, see everyone around and think he I'm the best, I can do in better backflips, I'm doing well. Just put Instagram backflips and just see what nah doesn't happen. Yeah. Nah. Even now, because a lot of more and more business start to be online and more people jump on board. No, like I know for my business, I like to get on the what I want to will take another five years, you know, I? but I know I have to work a little bit hard every day yeah. to make it happen. Yeah. I think people don't realize, I think online is, is harder. It is a huge amount of commitment and work because uh, it is so crowded. And I love what you said. I think that a lot of times people feel the in the the willpower they want to manifest the thing to come and that wants to happen but manifest just means like incredible action every single day you know it's work a lot of work um so i love that you shared that and i think that's that's very powerful so thank you yeah you're welcome yeah we see in that look about my language uh when i was in london i had a teacher and then He's very specialized in language and he say, look, Rod, it's don't worry, get anyone accent. You need to have your own accent. Your English is good. The only thing you have to try to speak clear. And that's a and that's what I've been done. And I had another guy, like a mentor, and I say, Rod, you just have to be original. Yeah. Don't try to be anyone. Don't try to talk good, talk okay. Um, smart, um, just be smart the way you are and just put it out there and people will love it the way you are. I say, cool, that's the way. Like, what being putting myself holding my heart and feeling I'm inside the box because I know a lot of things. I just have to share it, get used to it. And that's what I've been doing. Yeah. And that's been getting better and better and better and better every day. Now and then. Yeah, that's 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 the way it is. That's probably people 
should take over. As, as you say, like online business is so hard and going to be even harder. You know, I know a lot of youngs out there now and they are oh, one of my online business because I want to travel around the world. Mm. You no, know? I think that that's the big one. You know? Yeah. So it's, it's, it will be harder to get where they want to. And then that could be between five to 10 years hard work to like happen. How many businesses have you heard about? They just hit the the gold pot after 10 years of mm. persistence. Mm. You know? So things that tell people, look, you should think about build your routine. From the routine, we'll create a discipline. And the discipline will give you focus. The focus gives you determination. The determination will give you persistence. And that's how you're going to achieve your goals. If you don't have this in your hands, forget it. If you miss one of that, to start to work on that and make it happen. Because it's it's hard, you know, how like how are we gonna get discipline in your life? Why discipline? What do I need to? I want to go surf, I wanted to do this. So I have so many friends, they live around and for them just surfing, okay, just give me a hospitality job and do it. So I probably had a little luck and be hungry to do what I want and be persistent in what I'm doing. I was going to just ask that. Uh, do you think it was those early years, like you you mentioned how you grew up, like something from your mom or something that um, you, you came knowing that, like you even from the beginning of this conversation, you were talking about you could almost see the vision and you could you can feel that you knew the kind of work that was ahead of you that was there from the start for you? Well, definitely mom is always a big inspiration. My mom is the hard work at home. She's pretty much take over whole family on her back. Wow. Yeah. So she's always never like, she had a business um, working eight to 10 hours plus getting home and cooking for everyone, clean the house and doing everything. Didn't sleep much, get up early, doing washes, bake breakfast, everyone's wake up, be a mom. She was pretty hard work. And then because she's coming on the time, she was the time men don't do it much, just woman was doing the time. But she was pretty clever, not only as a hard work, but when the branch make the business happen. Yeah. So I got all that and then she's always was on the top of my head and she's always coming on my thoughts, the amount of hard work I was doing, the things we even learning where she was hard work, but she wasn't too much hard work and I never look after herself. That's probably ended up when I lost her. So she's passed away. And because as emotional time, she's developed a cancer and then something I don't want up for me. So I start to study and I start to look after myself a bit better yeah. too get in their way better yeah yeah powerful lesson man uh, yeah thank you okay well maybe that's a great time um to wrap up i really yep. appreciate all of your time your story and the insights i think uh just incredible value for people is there anything else that you'd like to talk about or mention to anybody listening um Look, guys, um, I think my thoughts for anyone's like build the business is out there. We already spoke about it. Just always think about willpower doesn't work. Go and work for it if you want it. No. Um, if anyone would you like to jump on board, know more about me, just jump in the Instagram now, Holistic Pro Health Performance. We have way more. We have a new plans for this year, new things we're going to share. We just record maybe another hundred videos last week. We're gonna launch every day a little bit, all free for everyone. Um, people wanna know more about the eBooks, just jump in there or like get in the online academy for free trial. Um, we're coming for, with new eBooks I'm planning and then start to writing, probably launching the next three months. Um, John, like, thank you. Thanks so much too invited me to be in your podcast. It's a big pleasure. I see your work. I see your handstands. I'm a little bit jealous on that handstands. I need to make my handstands coming back. No, I just don't be putting much of the time with that back. 
but it's pretty cool. It's good. I like uh, handstands part is part of like a business. You have to persist every day to make it happen. Yeah, um, that's. I, like, I think that's. I think that's what I like about them. That's why I like to keep them there. It's just that I love yeah. anything that requires that consistency, you know. And so it's just yeah. one of those things. Yeah, that's one big reason. Even I teach my surfers how to do handstand. They need to learn that part. Yeah. You know? Um. Yeah. There's not much there, and then anything else. What you needed, just ask. I'll be my pleasure. I'll be here. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Um. That's it. Then we'll. I'll put your the handles and the website and stuff into the show notes. And thanks again for your time. Thanks, John. Just let me know when you come up and we share the love everywhere. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. And when you come up, please come and have a coffee. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Thanks, man. Thank you. All right, that's it for this episode of the podcast. I hope you enjoyed that one. Go check out Rod's work. Uh, find him on Instagram. I'll pop the little handle into the show notes. And just a little heads up every week as part of the daily blog uh, on the Sundays, I'm doing a longer form newsletter to have gone out and people seem to be really enjoying them. I think I got the most replies out of any emails that have gone out on the blog on the last two on the Sunday. If you would like to receive them, head over to john at johntmarsh.com and you can jump in there and sign up. Uh, On the Sunday one in particular, really trying to break down some specific uh, parts of business, whether that's in my journey or in people that I've worked with, uh, with some real specific takeaways that you can I guess learn from and integrate as well into potentially the work that you're doing. Thanks so much for listening. Appreciate it as always. See you on the next episode.